Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Tom Kellerman. He's the new Chief Cybersecurity Officer with Carbon Black. Tom, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Tom, you and I have been talking for years since you've been with Trend Micro and most recently with Strategic Cyber Ventures. So you've just joined Carbon Black, and you described yourself in a recent blog post as being back on the field. What exactly called you back to this battle from the position you had in venture capitalism? Well, it was the overt colonization of American cyberspace. I was tired of watching Eastern European and Southeast Asian hackers uh, colonize wide swaths of American critical infrastructure and corporate America, recognizing and appreciating that in the absence of proactive public policy by this administration with regard to creating shared risk and defending U.S. cyberspace, the tipping point had, re had occurred. We were facing some of the worst hacking uh, we've experienced in the history of those who watched the wall. So I was just distressed and I wanted to get back in the fight. I wanted to go uh, play for a winning team that could go out there and help civilize at least some portions of the internet. Tom, those are broad, scary statements about the threat landscape. Can you offer a couple of, of specific examples to illustrate what you're talking about? Well, I don't want to name victims because they are victims nonetheless, but if you look at the number of data breaches and the, the significant breaches uh, in not just the credit bureau community, but the intelligence community, I mean, even the fact that the U.S. intelligence community lost a number of their cyber weapons to shadow brokers and then the same weapons were then released to the dark web underground where criminals were using them, uh, all of these things hearken the fact that we live in a brave new world. And... When you compound these realities with the fact that more and more hackers are becoming punitive with their actions and leveraging destructive payloads as not only a part of activism, but as part of counter-incident response, it does keep me up at night and it does make me want to no longer be a Monday morning quarterback, but to get back in the game. Now, Tom, I know you have more than a few choices that you are weighing. Why specifically carbon black? Well, you know, as I watch the environment and the technology landscape shift, if you just look at not only the increasing hostility and the organization of hacker crews and the fact that nation states have now become a part and parcel of the epidemic, um, but you're also looking at the migration of organizations to the cloud, uh, the overt use of mobility, and the failure of traditional architectures of security for networks. And much like I espoused at Strategic Cyber Ventures, uh, the construct of intrusion suppression, you know, in the end, it ends and begins, your security posture ends and begins with, with the endpoint. And it's fundamental that we evolve to next generation endpoint platforms that can not only secure those platforms, but allow you to react to, to manifestations of criminality on those platforms in real time, as the name of the game is, is essentially being able to suppress an adversary in real time, learn from them, and decrease their capacity to move freely from that endpoint into the backend infrastructure. Tom, over the two years that you were with Strategic Cyber Ventures, how did the threat landscape evolve? Well, like I said, you know, having the luxury of sitting at Strategic Cyber Ventures, having had the ability to evaluate over 200 companies technologically and their go-to-market strategies as are related to who they would integrate with from a security partnership perspective, um, I realized then that 
the nature in which the attacks had blended and morphed required not just the, the evolution of defenses, but the evolution of strategic security partnerships in the space. And so when you think about uh, the, the nature in which fileless malware is abounding now, the nature in which more and more island hopping is occurring through supply chains, the, the way in which brands are being used against themselves through secondary commoditization of footprints, for example, watering hole attacks or reverse business email compromise, uh, I began to critically think about, you know, which company out there truly represents what I consider to be the ultimate um, bodyguard, per se, for an organization in cyberspace? And what technological vision do they have? And what types of strategic partnerships do they have? And one thing that's unique about Carbon Black, besides their partnerships with IBM and VMware, is the nature in which they're servicing and they're partnered with the major MSSPs of the world. They've acknowledged the fact that the managed security service providers are a fundamental critical organization within this campaign of, of civilization, this, this need for us to begin to take back the wild west of the internet. And, and they're empowering these folks uh, with advanced capability to do just that. Uh, whether it's the carbon response capability, which was the original EDR play, whether it's the carbon protect capability, which was the original whitelisting capability that was bit nine, or it's the next-gen AV capabilities of carbon defense. But what's interesting about what their model is that they've created a platform where they're using streaming analytics uh, to essentially uh, empower the endpoints to become more intelligent and to leverage all three of those capabilities inside an environment so that it begins to protect itself. Tom, when I think back over the last two years, I think of enterprise IoT vulnerabilities. I think of botnets, ransomware, fileless malware, as you talked about. How have our defensive technologies evolved in that same time period? So there's been a lot of interesting new technologies that have been transferred out of the intelligence community into the private sector. Whether that be the deception technologies of companies like TrapX or the user behavior analytics or the UEBA uh, play with companies like EH uh, that are applying artificial intelligence to behavioral anomalies internal to a network. But in the end, it really goes back to the fundamental fact that we are dealing uh, with this cyber crime wave because of the advancement of cyber criminals' armaments, uh, the, the nature in which nation states have now become uh, very active in cyber warfare and espionage, the migration of our environment to cloud and mobile, compounded with an architecture that was specific to perimeter defense, an architecture that is mandated by the standards organizations, which has become defunct and, and has failed us miserably in stemming and thwarting the modern day adversary. Tom, I know you've just joined Carbon Black, but what would you describe as your hands-on mission in this role as Chief Cybersecurity Officer? So there's three roles. Uh, number one, it is to become the strategic advisor pro bono to our large MSSP clients and to our strategic security vendor uh, partners, as well as assisting our Fortune 100 clients, uh, of which Carbon Black does business with about 33% of them, um, in protecting themselves and creating um, features within the products that will align with the best interest and serve those clients the best. Um, secondarily, um, we've set up a, a new organization of threat research and a capability called ThreatSight uh, that will be uh, 
leveraging alerts to clients and then allowing for MSSPs to get involved in solving the problem. This organization will be stood up in Boulder, Colorado in, in one week's time. And this organization's threat research will not only empower the long-term development of the product, but this information will also be used to forewarn our clients and, and, and law enforcement in the Five Eyes countries uh, against organized hacker threats uh, of significance, much like I did when I was at Trend Micro with Pawnstorm and Fancy Bear. Well, Tom, I'm glad you mentioned Trend Micro. You were Chief Cybersecurity Officer there, moved from there to be CEO of Strategic Cyber Ventures. What lessons do you bring to this new role from those two previous ones you held? So from Trend Micro's perspective, I think I really appreciated the nature in which, as a Japanese company, platforms were the name of the game. You, you build products, uh, you acquired companies that could interact with uh, not only your go-to-sales and go-to-market strategy, but, but have the capacity to integrate fully with your platform. In addition to that, Trend Micro's forward threat research teams and the folks who provide the threat intelligence were used in two ways, one of which was to improve, obviously, the efficacy of their product lines, but secondarily, they were used to assist international law enforcement in, in the civilization of cyberspace or their attempts to dismantle or disrupt organized hacker syndicates and crews. And I think it's fundamental that cybersecurity companies give back in that regard because this is more than just a question of revenues. This is the question of maintaining civility and protecting the internet. And I do think that the Carbon Black brand and capabilities that provides that gated community for serious corporations and government agencies uh, who have recognized and appreciated that um, in the name of the game, you have to essentially protect your constituency through next generation endpoint platform security. In terms of strategic cyber ventures, I'm still the vice chair of strategic cyber ventures board. I was granted that luxury not only by the chairman, Sander Gerber, but by Carbon Black themselves. Uh, I do care deeply about the need for entrepreneurial and innovative new technologies to, to come out of the intelligence communities and service the private sector, particularly when we have so many nation states that have gotten into the uh, cyber espionage game. And you see this dramatic maturity of nation states that typically were not very advanced like Iran and North Korea, uh, due to the obvious tech transfer um, coming out of the former Soviet bloc. Tom, you talked about your role as a counsel to your customers. And my final question for you is, if you were to give advice to CISOs, it's a complex threat and defense landscape. You can't be smart in everything. But where do they need to get smarter immediately? Well, the, the answer to that is they should stand up a hunt team, a multidisciplinary hunt team that consists of incident responders, pen testers, and red teamers. And these folks should, should map out the viable attack paths that exist throughout their information supply chain. And then they should use this as a justification. This report should be used as a justification for greater authorities, greater budget, and greater implementation of technologies, technologies that are focused on uh, higher speeds of reaction, uh, suppression, and the capacity to do endpoint detection and response. I think that both EDR and deception are two areas in which you would see the most significant gains and advancements in your security posture if you were to deploy those um, immediately. But more importantly, again, you need to take the lessons learned from the attack paths that were mapped out by your hunt team 
and you need to begin to block and tackle along those avenues. Great advice. And now you have the opportunity to go help organizations do just that. I wish you luck, Tom. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. I've been talking with Tom Kellerman, Chief Cybersecurity Officer with Carbon Black. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.